Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well, enjoying school, virtual, or in person, and getting back into the groove of things. Please join me by taking a deep breath in through your nose and a deep breath out through your mouth. One more time. This time, if possible, place your hands right on your belly and just guide your belly. Feel your stomach rise as you inhale. Again, inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth. Just take a load off, you know, there's so much going on to all the teachers, all the first responders, everyone getting back into to the groove of things. Just take a minute to just be present, okay? Just, just be present. And um, if you have any topic requests or if you'd like to be featured on the episodes of the podcast or if you'd like me to be featured on yours, please Send those requests to my inbox at Agent K21 Podcast on Instagram, on Instagram and Twitter at Agent K21. Feel free to find me on all the social media platforms. Let me know what you want to hear. If you'd like to collaborate, I'm definitely open and available. Uh, Also did a collaboration with Studio 17 Podcast, and that'll be available very soon. I'll be getting that out to you guys if you guys want to check out the episode I did with them. Um, I'll have that available also going to be getting a in the works of getting a trailer for the podcast so thank you all for your support thank you all for your comments your subscriptions for sending these messages out to those who may benefit I greatly appreciate it and um, you know we've been talking about the law of attraction and as we continue to proceed to give the people what they need we must speak words of power because words are so powerful and they are essential to our manifesting ability. And um, it can be overlooked sometimes that we might use words um, purposely or we just might say words that we don't mean, but they are all powerful, very powerful. So one thing is that the universe spirit does not understand the difference between a joke in seriousness so always be cautious and very careful really choose your words carefully you know taste your words before you spew them out really be mindful of the words we speak to those around us to ourselves most importantly and to our situations we have power the power of life and death as they say is in our words you know we have the ability to speak life or to speak the non-existence of that life into any situation so whatever you're going through it can and will get better believe that and speak that and I promise you it will happen so uh last previous episode I was getting ready to express a situation or a um, a moment of my experience and I decided to hold off to share that uh because I felt that it would be more resonating with the topic I'm talking about right now So just continuing with that, um, and if you haven't heard the previous episode, go check that out as well. But keeping the ball moving, um, growing up for myself, one thing that I constantly heard uh, in my youth was that I was wise beyond my years. Now, for most people, that would be such a great compliment. Uh, For me, it was a compliment, but it also was a burden in a sense because I couldn't connect with many people, especially people my age. And um, when I would speak, I would speak with this 
knowledge of just stuff that doesn't even exist or just this authority and people would look at me with this reverence and for some that might have been a a great thing to feel that attention or that power but for me my my temperament and my personality did not find that to receive it in a way so as a result I would diminish myself so that I would be quote-unquote normal and not stared at not uh looked at not feared you know and so people would always tell me how powerful my words are and um this situation happened where uh someone was telling me all of their dreams and desires and I uh just second that I just said you know what yes absolutely and as a result they freaked out on me and they were like no don't say that you know how powerful your words are You, you can't say that And I'm sitting there thinking, but you just said that. So you mean to tell me my words are more powerful than yours? All I did was agree with what you've put out, you know. And um, it was kind of hurtful at the time because it re-triggered that feeling of, uh, you know, that storyline of being too much or the storyline of reel it in, you know, bring it back. Don't don't really reveal that much. I don't speak because people are going to freak out when you do. And it also was kind of infuriating for me because it was like seeing that person almost uh, in the state of powerlessness to my words almost making it that what I said was more important what they were saying and that that kind of had bothered me at the time you know it was like what and so everyone has that same power to speak life or the absence of it in anything they do and so um that was that was something a part of my experience that made me think wow like words are powerful but anyone can access that you know anyone can access that and we really find where our point of attraction are based on the words we speak right the words we speak are very connected to our thoughts that we think and um we'll talk more about power thoughts and thinking powerfully on the following episode after this we'll talk more about that but focusing on the words reveal our beliefs and reveal what we our prominent thoughts have been what we think about dominantly is going to come out of our mouth eventually you know that's why you want to see who someone really is how someone really feels get them intoxicated in some way or get them really angry oh they saying words you ain't never thought they'd be saying you're like whoa that's how you feel that's how you really feel okay and um the more we align with the true essence of ourselves, even when we're upset or even intoxicated, in that case, the words that are, will filter out will still be in alignment with our core of who we are. And we can tap into who we truly are through meditation and through stillness and um, really owning, owning our essence, you know. So a lot of us get programmed early on through the things we see, hear, and experience. So if we grew up in an environment where self-deprecating humor was the tool that people spoke in or if people spoke with a critical attitude or judgmental of other people in themselves we may have internalized those voices so let me just tell you if the voice in your head is mean or you know derogatory or just diminishing you or silencing you in any way that's not your voice that is a voice that you inherited from someone else that didn't love themselves enough to speak kindness to themselves And so we inherit these words and these beliefs and these different things. And typically we adopt 
other people's principles that we grew up around. So if the voice in our head is critical or judgmental, that's actually the voice of someone else that was doing that same thing either to themselves and we witnessed it or to others and we experienced it. And as a result, we've adopted that and we began, we began to police ourselves. We began to internalize that voice and um, give that power, right? And so there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that happens to as part of the human experience. But where our power resides is bringing awareness to that without shame, without condemning ourselves, but to love ourselves through it and recognize, hey, I witnessed this because I had a parent who, you know, spoke terrible things to themselves. And as a result, they treated other people with that same self-loathing behavior and realizing that you can break that cycle. You don't have to participate in it. You can opt out. You know, if we engage in gossip and slander um, or just the way we speak about others um, will show us like, okay, we can opt out of this experience. Or we can participate in it, you know, but staying silent in it is uh, kind of participating in it. So we can opt out of these things at any time. We can hit it with a plot twist at any time. So, um, you know, being more mindful of where our beliefs are, where our words are, and um, really bringing that into the awareness of everything. Because our words will express our beliefs. For example... If someone says, if I'm talking to someone, I'm like, hey, you know, I I have a plant-based diet. You do you, but this works for me. And they say, oh, well, you know, healthy food, vegan food, that's too expensive. Right there, the belief might be, uh, you know, there's two points of attraction. It's either abundance or lack. And if someone says, well, I would eat healthy, but that's just too expensive. Or I would eat healthy, but I need my protein. I can't do that they're putting limitations on what they think is possible and you know it shows the core belief if I say well yeah healthy food might be more expensive but I'm going to prioritize that I'm going to put that in my budget because my core belief is health is wealth so if I believe that health is wealth I'm going to prioritize that I'm going to do everything in my means possible to make sure that that is my priority you know if someone has the belief that you know more productivity is results they might say things like I'll sleep when I'm dead or you know um, if I don't do it it won't get done and they'll say these things out of the belief of of lack out of that state of lack of I'm the only one that can do this right everything's on me you know that kind of mindset could reveal that maybe they don't prioritize relaxation you know they might think meditation is a joke spirituality isn't the truth they might uh, operate with their words by indicating those beliefs now the other thing is when we've experienced trauma or any type of uh, harsh or any experience that was contrary to our spirit of love which most of us have at some point is we might feel, um, we might split into like a fragmented mindset. And so what I mean, an example of this would be having a belief where the words don't match that belief. So for example, um, or even where a better way to say it would be where the words enforce 
a belief that is not uh, conducive to us, that's not promoting us. So, for example, let me just give the example and, and hopefully you, you catch it. Um, again, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. But using this example, say that someone has a belief that they learned in their early experience that every time they thought something negative about themselves, they received the opposite. Now, the thing about this is the law of attraction is always working. So the more precise we can get, the more clear, the more articulate we can get with our words, our beliefs and our actions, and we can actually line them up consistently, the more the universe will be able to respond to those commands that we are giving out. Excuse me. And so if we have words that are mismatched with our beliefs, our actions that are mismatched with our words and our beliefs, we may get what we want 50% of the time. But when we really want to become an alchemist, we really want to start manifesting at our fullest capacity, aligning ourselves completely and consistently. And it takes work. It takes practice. So, you know, doing that due diligence to practice it and maintain it over time and not beat ourselves up if we if we uh, fall short, quote unquote. So uh, an example of this would be someone learned early on in their experience. When I do things wrong, I get attention or when I do things incorrect or when I think I'm going to fail, I actually succeed. So their belief might be, if I think I'm going to succeed, I'll fail. If I think I'm going to fail, I'll succeed. So the words they might produce would be something like, oh, I suck at this. And then they might notice that increase of, oh, I said I suck at it. So now I'm, I'm winning. Look at that. And they foster that belief of when I think the opposite is going to happen. Uh, you know, I briefly said before, when we've experienced trauma, every day is opposite day. Right is left, left is right, up is down, you know, down is up. Because we live in that state of survival. So then we might inherit different type of beliefs that our point of attraction is based on um, lack. It's like a byproduct. It's like a, it's almost like manipulating our way into our desires. But when we align our intent and align to the truest and actually maintain that, we'll be able to see better results. So using that same example, someone thinks if I say I'm going to fail, then I succeed. They're, they might continue to replicate that cycle. But when they get the belief, when they have learned to rewire their belief to, when I say I'm going to succeed, I therefore am going to succeed. Then they start to speak success. They start to see it in every walk of life. And it starts to show up more and more in their reality. But they have to make sure their words are aligned with their actual belief. But if they continue to believe, well, if I say something negative, then something positive happens. They do that. However, that will happen 50% of the time. Because what's more important is the belief in the word to interact together so if if you believe you're going to fail you therefore will but because the twist is well when I say I'm going to fail I succeed it's giving it a mixed signal so what's more uh, beneficial is to align it to whatever it is because when we send out those mixed signals the universe is going to respond to it so the universe is going to give you 50% failure 50% success 
because one minute you're believing that if you fail, you succeed. And if you succeed, you fail. So the universe is like, okay, let me uh, distribute this like this. Let, let's go. Let some of that is, you know, success. Some of that is failure. And also being able to change our perspective on it to realize that every failure is a success then we start to operate with a different tone a different modality and we create a solid foundation for our dreams and our manifestations to come right in on a smooth ground to land safely not a rugged you know jaded surface where it's like, hey, we, our wheel might skew off on the surface, but you know, uh, I'm thinking of a plane like a wheel anyway. But the point is to really become um, aligning our thoughts, our words, and our beliefs. And, you know, our actions will therefore manifest as well. But starting with these foundations, okay? And so I'm going to give you guys the greatest secret, the most powerful word in the universe. And before I talk about the greatest secret, before I get to that, one thing I, I, I want to mention, I feel like I've mentioned this before, but it's, it's important to revisit this because in the spiritual community, we might talk about, you know, there's that fear of manifesting something negative because we spoke it into existence. The thing about it is, oh, and, and that's, not, that's another thing I'll share here shortly. The thing about it is, it's not necessarily us speaking it into existence. We are just co-creating with the existence that already exists. So what we speak, whether we speak it or not, if it's going to happen, it, it probably would, you know, but our putting our words on it and our belief on it just gives it that more amplified power. So this is what I was going to share also is that um, earlier this year or earlier this month, a few months back, um, Earlier this year, I had a dream, and it felt very prophetic, and um, I've been writing down my dreams now, and um, I wrote down this dream, and I was a little apprehensive about sharing it, because I thought, well, again, that trigger of being too much or speaking things into existence, I thought, if I share this dream, and it happens, does that mean I caused it? Now... You know, that might be kind of an arrogant thought to even think. I don't know. But there's that fear of like, oh, no, I got to keep this to myself because if I speak it and it happens, I'm going to be blamed for it. You know, I'm going to be the, the root cause of it. And so um, I actually shared this dream. It, it can still be found on my Agent K21 podcast uh, highlight highlight story. I shared it on my Instagram story, but I posted it as a highlight um, and it happened during the events of what happened previously in, in um, Lebanon. And that's exactly where the dream took place. Um, and so, you know, I was apprehensive of if I should even share it because I was like, oh man, you know, people have told me before how powerful my words are and that I speak things into existence. Like, But the thing is, when we move out of fear and move into love, there's that that feeling of, did I cause this? Am I, am I wrong, bad for doing this or saying this? People are going to be upset, whatever. That is diminished because that, that doesn't even reside anymore. There are no receptors in us to receive those kind of fears or those kind of limitations anymore. So we move out of that and move into love. And when we move into love, we can move into the confidence to know that what is shared needs to be shared and what is heard is heard. And, and, not have that fear of how it's going to be interpreted 
or anything. It just kind of, this is my reality. This is my realness. This is what it is. Love it or hate it. This is what I am. This is what I do. And just really embodying that and embracing that. So in the spiritual community, we talk about positive affirmations. Now, positive affirmations can be a great tool. But the thing is, if our beliefs are not aligned with those affirmations, we're sending out a mixed signal to the universe. So, for example, if someone is morbidly depressed, severely depressed for years, and they decide to say, I love myself, when in actuality, they are not there yet. They may be more on the self-hatred spectrum. Nothing wrong with that. That's where they're at. If they don't acknowledge where they are and they start throwing out this positive stuff, I love myself, I'm the best, I'm awesome, that's going to create such a cognitive dissonance, discord within them because what they're feeding to the universe is actually a lie. And so the universe is going to search for that. And what it's going to find is when we put stuff out there, the universe comes back to look for it, right? So if I say I'm awesome, awesome is going to start looking for us. But if we don't actually feel awesome or believe we are, it's going to be like, wait, you tricked me. You, you, you don't even think that. And then we could spiral even further into depression, spiral further into self-hatred and self-sabotaging behaviors because we are actually not aligned with that. So positive affirmations can be a great tool um, even better when we say things that we actually believe, even better when we say things that we might not be at the state of self-love. We know that that might be our end goal where we're attaining to reach, but it's okay to acknowledge where we are and take the necessary baby steps to get to that place. Baby steps are steps, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. So if you're in a state of self-hatred, it would be ludicrous to go to self-love and you know 0.5 seconds it's like hey calm down you ain't there yet and there's nothing wrong with that and to realize okay I can't just go straight there so moving in the direction of saying things that feel closer to that you know if someone's in a state of self-hatred they might just say something like I'm a decent person, you know, or I'm an okay person. Whatever the case is, that'll get them closer to I love myself. If they truly are not there yet, then there's there's no shame in that. And positive affirmations can make us feel uh, more shitty if we actually do not align with them. If we don't feel them, then we might actually just grapple with more uh, pain, you know, because the universe is going to send more of what you actually attuned to and um you know I used to play in in bands growing up from like middle school all the way to college marching bands symphonic bands wind ensembles everything I played the alto saxophone and uh one thing was the band has to be in tune before you can even start playing a song before you can even get to the warm-ups you gotta tune first now not just tuning yourself but the entire band has the tune as well And so when we think about, you know, positive words or just manifesting in general, we have to make sure all of us is on board. All of us has a tune to the same pitch, to the same frequency of love, to the same frequency that we're attracting. Because if one of us is off, it's going to throw a discord into the whole ensemble. And it'll be very noticeable when one thing is not in tune. So we have to tune our energies 
constantly doing energy clearing, constantly checking in with ourselves to say, hey, where am I? How do I feel today? You know, and we get we can get so bombarded with the busyness of this 3D dimension that we can forget what's real is already in us. The answers already reside within us. Um, But getting to the secret drum roll, the secret most powerful word in the universe. Two letters two well, a letter and a word. Um, The two most powerful words. I am. I am is the most powerful thing you could ever say. Because again, whatever you say you are, it's going to come looking for you, right? There's so much power in words. So whatever you say, whatever proceeds the words I am must follow. So if you say I am love, I am kindness, I am beautiful, even if you don't exactly feel that way right then and there, things will start to show up that will remind you of that truth because the most powerful thing you could ever say is I am and whatever shows up after that is going to come find you now the thing is to be open and to receive it however it wants to show up but if you say I am the most beautiful person you're going to start seeing beauty in everything in other people and yourself when you look in the mirror you're going to start noticing traits that you like about yourself you're going to start thinking like, huh, that's, I, I made that happen for myself. That's awesome. You know, and the same goes for the opposite. If you say the opposite of being beautiful, oh, best believe every flaw is going to show itself. Everything is going to be like heightened. Everything will start to just show up in your reality. You'll start to see flaws you didn't even know you had. It'd be like, whoa, now you're just nitpicking, you know? So the most powerful word that you could ever say is I am. I watched a video, I don't remember who it was, it's some bishop from Africa who was talking about the power of I am. And that video was just like, yes. It was one of those things that you already innately knew, but watching that video was just confirmation. I was like, okay, I kind of felt that. And now you just proved that it's true. So there's so much power in our words. There's so much power and our thoughts and our beliefs and our actions when it comes to manifesting our most beautiful life possible. It's definitely possible. If you believe it's possible, it surely is. And if you believe the opposite, that that exists as well. So there's so much power in our words. There's so much power in a name. And um, I'm going to leave this this story. Uh, I was debating if I wanted to share it or not, but I think it's important because this this was life-changing for me. It was kind of a, I guess, semi-embarrassing, but it was it's part of my journey. It was part of my experience. So for a long time growing up, my name, so powerful. There's so much power in a name. There's so much power in words. But for a long time, my name was mispronunciated for a very, very long time, for decades I went by a a different pronunciation, an inaccurate pronunciation. And um, I have to say this because the parentals would probably, not that they would hear this necessarily, but still, I got to give the whole tea. So when I was about 13 or so, um, I was about 13 or so, one of my parentals, you know, was like telling me like, hey, this is the actual pronunciation of your name. And 
they love to remind me that uh, they tried to instill that in me when I was younger. But I was a teen. I just was a rebel without a cause. I was like, man, bump that. That ain't my name. What you talking about? I was not feeling that, you know? And it wasn't until two years after that, when I was 15, I uh, took my first flight solo and I went to see my godmother who lives in Atlanta. I went to see her, who also was the woman who named me. Uh, my first, basically all my names, my first and middle names, she's the one who named me. And um, when I went to see her and I heard how she was pronouncing my name and I thought, whoa. And I thought, I can't correct you. Like, how disrespectful would that be? I can't tell you, hey, that that how you say my name, bruh. And I just realized, like, it was such a profound moment for me, even though I was still like, Psh, I ain't really trying to go through all that. I ain't really trying to, you know, do that. It never left me. It still was like really powerful hearing how she pronounced my name. And I'm like, well, this is the woman who named me. Now, my parents, bless their heart, when they received my name, you know, they received it through the mail. They received it on a piece of paper. So they, uh, bless their hearts, did not know how it was supposed to be pronunciated. So they kind of, you know, called me the mispronunciation and that's what we went with. And it wasn't until much, much later, like in my 20s, late 20s, that I was like, you know what, this is, uh, I have to, I have to go by the proper pronunciation of my name because words are so powerful. And it was revealed to me through different things and through kind of a dream state of this feeling of I wouldn't know who I truly am or could be capable of being called a mispronunciated name. Because the words that we speak out of our mouth, they create a vibration you know, as you can feel your own voice vibrating in your own cylinder of your, of your chest and your heart, creates a vibration. And the words that we speak, we're the first to hear them. So if we speak beauty, we will be healed. If we speak positivity, we will find it. And I thought, I'm speaking a false narrative of who I am. I'm speaking a name that is not even my actual pronunciation. What message am I sending to myself? And I just felt like, you know, um, different stories I thought about uh, sacred scripture, sacred texts. I don't really like to say scripture, sacred text that talks about um, the story of Abraham. And once he changed his name, and I really re- resonate with Abraham, like as my character, if you will. And once he changed his name, he was able to manifest the life that he was here for. And that felt really powerful to me, resonating so deeply with that, uh, with that character. And so I realized, like, I have to go by the actual pronunciation of my name, even though it's going to be a pain, even though I lost a lot of friends and family because they were not on board, even though I received a lot of disrespect, even though I received a lot of people who were just not going to honor me in that way. And I knew it was going to be an uphill battle, but I also knew it was a path I had to take because I recognize and understand the power of words. So please speak words of beauty, speak words of positivity over your life, over your situations, over anything. We have the power to speak life. So if we have the chance or the opportunity, please do so. 
please be well out there. Thank you all so much for listening. Please continue to share, subscribe, comment. Let me know what you want to hear. Uh, little shameless plug, I do offer uh, dream interpretations. So if you are having dreams, more vivid dreams, and you want to understand them more, not only do I want to reveal what the Spirit communicates to me about your dreams, but I also want to help you find the tools to make sense of them yourself. You don't have to be dependent on anything or anyone but to tap into your own spirit to find ways to connect with that as well. And I also do provide counseling um, at donation-based counseling. So if you are you know, experiencing any type of hardship, please click the link in my bio on my Agent K21 podcast or my Agent K21 Instagram pages and click the link in the bio. Book yourself a session. If you're interested in dream interpretations, Send me a DM, send me a text, reach out, um, and we'll get started. So thank you all. You know, we're going to continue the monologue of Law of Attraction, talking about the power of our thoughts next time. So please be well, be safe, take care, enjoy wherever you are. You're exactly where you need to be. All is well. Until next time.